of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around hear the trumpets hear the pipers one hundred million angels singing multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are all trimming their wicks The whirlwind is in the thorn tree it's hard for thee to kick against the priest. Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom. Then the father hen will call his chickens home. The wise men will bow down before the throne. And at his feet they'll cast their golden crowns. Whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Listen to the words long written down. When the man 
Grab your purses, reach in there. I want you to re- get out your credit cards, your debit cards, any cash. Throw them away because it don't take credit to ride this train. Welcome to the Element of Surprise. My name is Chadwick J. Suet, and this is the Element of Surprise. It's been a while. It has been a long fucking time. Uh, six months. Six months I needed. To, for various reasons, uh, most of them for me, um, one of which involved my ability to speak clearly. Um, the other ones were just mental fucking, you know, you, you need a break. Every once in a while, you just got to take a, take a break. You got to step back from what you're doing, analyze what you're doing, especially if you're not enjoying it. And I wasn't. I wasn't for a while. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, and I've been kind of paying attention to what's going on in the world around me. And God... Does this world fucking need me? God God himself called me on the phone. He called me last night. His number is 412-867-3314. That's God's number, by the way. I want all of you to dial it and ask him for questions. Uh, ask him to, to resolve your issues. But that's God's phone number. He called me last night on the phone. He said, listen, man, there's some shit going around. Nobody's talking about it. I know you're thinking it. Why aren't you saying it? I said, you're right, God. I'm not using my gift. I'm not using the gift that you bestowed upon me. So it's time for me to use my gift, and uh, I can't do that in any other way than this, the element of surprise. So I'm back. Let's begin. Grover from Sesame Street is an absolute piece of fucking shit. I've, I've harbored a, a deep hatred of Grover for some time now, um, but recently that uh, un, unyielding hate fire uh, has had a bucket of gasoline thrown on it, and... Um, you know, before I get into why, I just want to clarify something. I, I would love nothing more. I would enjoy nothing more in life than smashing Grover's idiot head with a cinder block and then dropping his body into an abandoned quarry. And I have a feeling, even, even though his head would be crushed and his body would be thrown into a quarry, Grover would even die retardedly. He'd be like, oh, you are crushing my head with a cinder block. This is painful to me. Oh, you are throwing my body into a quarry. My bones are breaking. And be like, shut the fuck up and just die. 
I fucking hate Grover. One time, just for reasons as to why I hate Grover, one time Grover showed up on Sesame Street acting all cock of a walk, claiming that he had learned to speak fluent Italian, which he pronounced as Italian. And, you know, that's nothing irritates me more than that. It's the country's not called Italy. You don't speak Italian, you speak Italian. So he said he could uh, speak fucking fluent Italian. And then he said, with all the confidence and authority of God himself, that the Italian word for boy was spaghetti. Fucking spaghetti. He didn't even try. He just picked the first Italian thing he fucking knew. He's like, I can say the Italian, the Italian word for boy. Spaghetti. Are you fucking insane? That's not the Italian word for boy. That's the Italian word for spaghetti. And the little kid that he said it to said, no, Grover, and corrected him. He was corrected. But Grover brushed off being corrected like a psychotic narcissist and brushed off the person who corrected him and then proceeded to say with the same confidence that he could say the word for girl in Italian. Guess what word he picked? Guess what fucking word he picked? I'll tell you what it was. Fucking spaghetti again! What a shitbag load of shit. He rolls up like he's a master fucking linguist. Gets everything so wrong that he should be ashamed he spoke at all. Is corrected, ignores it, and fucks up in exactly the same way again. Without any hesitation turning his stupid fucking nose up to literally everybody like he's some fucking genius. And we're all dumber now for having given Grover the time of day. We should be ashamed for not bludgeoning Grover to death ages ago. But recently, he's one-upped it. There is a video to help your children with potty training. Hosted by the incorrigible Elmo. And it's all about potty training. It's about you know learning to go to the potty. For the first times in your life. And who shows up to help Elmo? Does Big Bird show up? No. Do any of the human characters on Sesame Street with common fucking sense show up? No. Uh, maybe any of them. What, what was her name? Maria? Didn't she have a kid at one point? She raised a child. She could help Elmo with potty training. No. Grover fucking shows up. And Grover decided to fucking just add his expertise to the situation without anybody asking him. By singing a song called Accidents happen he sings a song called accidents happen which is about accidentally shitting in your pants and i assume he knows this from fucking experience and shits himself regularly and he's completely cool with it after all accidents happen right not if you're doing it every day for 45 years grover that's just laziness and incontinence clean yourself up and walk into fucking traffic and Grover's done many more things over the years that should have earned him a fucking slow public death by fire. He's consistently ruined dinners, given misinformation to nearly everyone he's ever met, claimed to be a superhero, and just acts like he's the smartest person to ever live. His arrogance knows no bounds, and his ignorance is dangerous. No good can come from Grover, and he's been around so long that he's been allowed to live just... On Sesame Street, people, matter of fact, he doesn't even have a home. They've shown Elmo's home. They've shown Oscar the Grouch's home, which is a fucking trash bin. They've shown uh, 
fucking Big Bird's home, which is a nest. Grover, he's just there. He just makes his way around, and nobody questions him. He's not a superhero. He claims to be a superhero. Future generations need to be saved from his infectious retardation. And all we need to do is just lock him in a porta potty light it on fire, and push it down a large hill. I'm, I'm so fucking past my breaking point with fucking Grover, it's not even funny. But moving on. Um, so, yeah, what have I been up to? Okay, well, let's see. Since last we spoke, I got new teeth. I have a whole mouthful of teeth now, which I didn't previously had. I had, uh, much like Gollum, I had nine. Uh, now I have all of them. And uh, I've got my smile back, guys. It's fake as fuck, but it's my smile. Uh, what else has happened? I am, oh, I joined the 40 Club. So, yeah, half my life is, uh, if, if they say the average human lives to 80, half my life is over. Um, but uh, you know what else has been going on? A lot of my day, a lot of my life lately, has been occupied by looking at old-style paper roadmaps. Like, just old timey maps. And yeah, I know it's 2023. We live in the age of the internet. You can Google anywhere you want to go and it'll print you out a, a, a map and an itinerary and directions. So you're probably asking yourself, Chad, why have you been spending your day looking at road maps, like old timey paper road maps and highlighting specific routes for people to use on their journey? Um, I don't fucking know. That's my answer. I don't fucking know, but it's been part of my day for the past, like, at least the past week, a little bit longer, and it's uh, driving me nuts. I mean, and you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm highlighting j uh, routes on maps for people, uh, and by people, I'm talking about the elderly, just because they're too stubborn to use fucking Google. I mean, you're right. It's 2023. The answer to how am I taking my old man balls from Pittsburgh to Florida this year isn't paper fucking maps. You're an adult. Use the fucking internet like everybody else. But I don't wanna. I don't know how. I'm old. It's scary. Fuck you. Learn. The internet's been around for over 50 years. It's been worldwide for 40, publicly available for 30, in constant use for 20, and in our pockets for 10. You have no excuse at all to have somebody highlight roads on paper maps so you don't get lost. If you feel more comfortable with maps as a backup, that's fine. But mark the roads yourself, you stubborn, lazy, dog shit fuck. Google the fucking directions, mark your own maps, stop making your ignorance other people's fucking problems. Because I'll highlight a road that drives you right off a fucking cliff. I swear to Christ, you won't even know. I mean, it's alright to be old school. I'm not against having some maps, because you never know when you might need one. You might get lost, your internet might die. So it's good to have a map as a backup. But if you think for a second, I'm going to navigate you taking your stupid grandkids cross-country in an RV, you're retarded. Besides, your grandkids, A, don't want to drive across country with you. B, have a GPS that they can work frontwards and backwards with their eyes fucking closed. You don't need me to highlight the scenic route for you. What you need is a slap across the mouth and to rethink your importance in life. The very idea that giant, foldable paper maps are still as heavily requested as they are in 2023 is just fucking astounding to me. Expanding on that, to say that you not only need several of these maps, but that they even they are so complicated that you need somebody else to plan your route on them and highlight the roads so you don't get lost is utterly fucking ridiculous. Maybe you shouldn't be taking a trip then.
Maybe you should be looking inward and asking yourself if a road trip is really your best option. Maybe you could just plan a flight. There's lots of different fucking options for you, none of which involve fucking road maps. <sighs> okay. Uh, got some, some facts I found out for everybody. Did you know that bottled gas, and by which I mean like helium tanks and shit like that, they're not ins allowed inside of tunnels? I mean, I guess that means I can't take my son Anakin into a tunnel because he's bottled gas. Uh, another thing I've been thinking about is uh, ladies have it way rougher than men. Men are just garbage. We look bad, we smell bad, we act like pigs. Everything is dick-related. Men, men kind of suck. Let's talk high fashion. Let's talk about the world of high fashion, shall we? The entire world of high fashion, seemingly, to me anyway, exists inside of a void that is unaware of what clothes and fashion really are. They don't wear clothes. They wear a plastic tablecloth with a hamper over their face and a live cat as a bra. They wear a stamp collection stuck to a snake they painted orange. They wear bubble wrap as leg warmers and 1970s lampshades as skirts. They wear purses as shoes, boots as arm sleeves, and three live geese as a professional business suit. They wear two pillows and a comforter duct taped together as a nightgown. They wear an entire deck chair as a necklace and hundreds of electrical cords wrapped around them as a bodysuit. They wear a cardboard sign that has actual clothes just stapled to it. They wear a kindergarten class paper mache model of Mount Rushmore. They wear monkey bars from the playground. They wear a kid's inflatable swimming pool wrapped in a shower curtain with a picture of Mr. Miyagi on it dressed like a bellhop. They wear giant fish bowls with condoms on their fingers and fake beards. They wear 60 leather belts and a huge fake turtle shell. They wear tiny leprechaun costumes. They wear oversized jars of pickles that you're not allowed to reach into with your bare hands or your ex-girlfriend's dad will silently judge you. They wear a series of maps that plan a cross-country RV trip with your grandkids that don't want to be there. They wear homemade Robocop costumes with high-heeled leather boots and strap-on face dildos. They wear fluorescent Ghostbuster costumes with the crotches cut out. They wear the entire cast of The Muppet Show. They wear large pieces of tree bark and velociraptor masks. They wear a living black bear and empty two-liter bottles of Mountain Dew with, as bras. They wear a working replica of the Starship Enterprise with a Ferengi-inspired thong. <coughs> they wear googly eyes just stuck all over their bodies and a chicken salad sandwich as a hat. They wear... Just just giant band-aids. Just a band-aid big enough to cover all the naughty bits. They'll wear that. They wear an entire high school basketball team and a cape made out of cheddar cheese. They wear a file cabinet and a bald cap. They wear you. They wear me. They wear anything and everything, sometimes all at once, and people will flock to it. Because it's high fashion. They call it avant-garde. And they pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to be part of it. And gawk at an adult man with breast implants and moose antlers dressed as a fucking turducken 
piss into the mouth of a woman who's dressed like a chemical toilet with Fred Durst's head mounted on the outside of it. Why do they do this? Because they're fucking crazy. Because high fashion is created by madmen who gather in European delis, drop LSD, and then nibble on exotic spiced hams. Then they laugh. And they laugh all the way to the Swiss bank accounts because not once have they ever failed to make money. So what else is new? Let's see. Oh, Cocaine Bear came out. It's a movie that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I've been excited for this one. I'm looking forward to see it. Here's the plot. A bear does cocaine. That's it. That's the whole plot of the movie. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about it. Not only does uh, A, Cocaine Bear, the greatest film uh, ever made by human beings, but, and I still haven't seen it, but um, I was thinking about it, and it's going to get that Sharknado craze. Where, like, every year we're going to get a new cocaine bear. They already got one. It's literally called uh, Adventures of the Meth Head Alligator. It's coming out this year. Google it. It's a real fucking thing. So it's going to go off in that spin craze. And I figured why not just jump on board. I've, I've listed a bunch of possible sequels and spinoffs to Cocaine Bear that I'm just going to read for you now. We have uh, Opium Bear. Ludes Bear. You guys remember Ludes? Ludes Bear. Uh, meth Bear, obviously. Heroin Bear, a Weed Bear starring a bear and Cheech and Chong, uh, Eight Ball Bear, that's supposed to last him all weekend, but four hours later he's just going to be like, hey guys, you're going to get another eight ball? But he's Bear. Uh, we have Booze and Crack Bear. Uh, this one I call Cocaine Bear 2 Crystal Meth Kodiak, because it's a t the type of bear doing meth. Uh, we got Jack Daniels Bear, it takes place in the south. Uh, Whippets Bear, that's just like a Saturday night, he doesn't have much money, he just goes out and grabs some whippets. Uh, glue Huffing Bear, Acid Bear, uh, also known as LSD Bear, uh, Fentanyl Bear, and then finally Rehab Bear, where he goes to rehab. You know, and that one's going to be a, like a touching drama piece. Uh, for spinoffs, since they're already doing The Adventures of the Meth Head Alligator, uh, I've got Cocaine Coon. It's about a raccoon that does cocaine. Uh, meth Cats, which is not unlike having just regular cats. At, uh, but it, it takes place all between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Uh, LSD Aardvark. This is my favorite one. Uh, Opium Wolverine. Uh, cocaine Giraffe. Squirrels and Acid. Or Squirrels on Acid. Uh, weed Smoking Wombat. Uh, pot Basset Hound. And Rabid Crystal Meth Wolves. Those are my spinoffs and uh, possible sequels to Cocaine Bear. And uh, being perfectly honest with you, I just made these up on the fucking fly while I was sitting at work. And um, I guarantee you at least two of the ones I named will be movies by next year. At least two of them. Uh, I've, okay, so I figured I'd throw some more laws, some more ridiculous laws out there, being that this country's going to shit. Um, let's start with, you know, some things that are against the law. And I've done this before, but here are some ones that I didn't include last time. In the state of Washington, it is a felony to harass Bigfoot. If you go into the state of Washington, take your tent, go out in the woods, you stand there in the woods, and you just start harassing Bigfoot, calling him a piece of shit or something, ask him to show his fucking ugly face, and a park ranger or a police officer catches you, felony. You do jail time. Jail time for harassing a possibly 
I'm throwing possibly in there with finger quotes. Possibly fictitious creature. It's a felony. In the state of Alabama, if you play the game of dominoes on a Sunday, you're going to jail. Also a felony. Two things on this. One, how are they going to catch you playing dominoes? And two, who the fuck still plays dominoes? Charles, you want to go down to Alabama, throw down a hot game of dominoes? The elderly play dominoes. Well, if the elderly, they don't got much longer to live anyway, so let them play on Sunday. Um, presumably all other games are allowed. It doesn't say anything else about any other games, just that in Alabama, if you play dominoes on a Sunday, you're going to jail. 30 days. 30-day jail time, and you get a felony on your record. <coughs> hey there, criminal. Don't sing in public while wearing a swimsuit in Florida. That's fucking illegal. You know how many people are in Florida wearing swimsuits? It's like a constant thing, year-round. You know how many of them are probably singing? A lot. You know how many of those people that are wearing swimsuits while singing in public are committing crimes? All of them. All of them. Because Florida has fucked up laws. They, have, they don't have any laws against fucking people doing meth and eating each other. I mean, I'm, I, I think they do, actually. But, uh, you know, that's not a big one. They're more focused on people singing while wearing their swimsuits in public. It's like, yeah, we, we frown on the people that do the meth and then try to eat each other's faces, but we really crack down on those beachgoers fucking singing while they're outside of the beach. We don't tolerate that here in Florida. If you live in the state of California, it is illegal to build, maintain, or use a nuclear weapon. Look it up. It's a real law. Here's the thing. They'll fine you $500. If they catch you build, attempting to build, maintain, or use a nuclear weapon in the state of California, that's a $500 fine. Singing in public in a bathing suit in Florida, felony, jail time. Building, maintaining, or using a nuclear weapon in California, $500 fine. I, I guess the threat of global annihilation is, uh, is only worth $500 to them. Oh, back to Florida. It's illegal to sell children, regardless of how annoying they can be. That's how the law is listed. That's how it's listed. I can only assume because somebody sold their children for being annoying and then was arrested for it. And they're like, it's not, there's no law against it, so they had to make one. The state of Illinois has outlawed fancy bike riding. That's how it's worded. Fancy bike riding. It's a misdemeanor, and you'll be fined $1,100 or more. That's more than California will fine you for attempting to build, maintain, or use a nuclear weapon. No fancy bike riding. They don't define what fancy bike riding is either in Illinois. They don't define that. They just call it fancy bike riding. That could be, like, to me, fancy bike riding. It's like, are you riding a unicycle? Are you popping a wheelie? Or are you just dressed really well? Like, are you like, oh, you know, I'm dressed really well. I'm going to go for, like, a 1950s-style 19, uh, Sunday, Sunday bike ride. Nope, not in, not in fucking Illinois. In Iowa, if you attempt to pass off any fake butter as actual butter, it's a minimum of 30 
days in jail. And I'll come back to that one. In the state of Missouri, and I, I, I want to make sure that I'm reading this verbatim to you because this is exactly how the law is, is worded. In the state of Missouri, Tarzans are not welcome and will be detained on site. Tarzans. The fuck? Tarzan was a, a jungle. He was raised by apes in the jungle. How many of Tarzans are just out there fucking running around? And why are they fucking flock? Why does Missouri assume they're all going to flock there? It's like, oh, shit. You know what, Edgar? What's that, Hank? All them fucking Tarzans are going to be coming down here. We got to crack down on that. Yeah, we don't take kindly no Tarzans around here. They're not welcome. We'll detain them on site. In Nebraska, it's illegal to get married if you have VD. Yep, they make you take a test. If you're going to get married, it's like, oh, me and my girl are going to get married. Okay, here. You got to go get checked out for venereal diseases. Why? Because if either of you have them, you can't be married. Well, what if we just go out of state and get married out of, in a different state? Well, it will not be recognized in the state of, in the state of Nebraska, thank you very much. <clears throat> the state of Oregon strictly pro prohibits tests of endurance while driving. I don't even know what that is, but um, just where my mind goes, I'm like, I guess no more steering with your teeth or using your dick to change gears. Um, so let's get back to, uh, let's get back to Iowa. If you attempt to pass off any fake butter as actual butter, it's a minimum of 30 days in jail. Stupid law. But it leads me to a bigger point. At what point in my absence, in the last six months, did I miss people just actively eating sticks of butter? At what point was it just like, oh, you got lunch for today, honey, uh, for work today? Oh, no, don't worry about it, hon. I guess I'll grab a stick of butter, keep it in my pocket in case I need to recharge. I'll just fucking start nibbling on the butter. You're eating butter. That's a stick of butter, dude. That is legitimate it's it's not margarine it's fucking butter i i get it you know butter is good it but it's an additive it's not it's not its own thing it's you, you don't need to eat it like a candy bar you gotta get like you, you put it on stuff you know and the thing with it is they're they're not they're eating it like by the stick and they're, they're dipping it in shit, like ranch and hot sauce and melted butter. They're dipping, they're taking a stick of butter and they're dipping it into melted butter and then eating the melted butter off the stick of butter, which like, like just take a bite, chew it up. Mm. What is fucking happening? Did I, miss a, did I miss a memo somewhere? Was there an email sent? Butter isn't a snack. You don't grab a stick of butter when you're on the go. You add it to food to enhance the flavor of the other food. Popcorn is, butter's not a snack. Popcorn's a snack. Butter enhances popcorn. Listen, listen. I, 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 I think I got it all figured out because ever since the whole fucking pandemic, just the retardation level of America, is, of the world, has just skyrocketed. So I, I think I got this all figured out. You know, despite what we are told, butter actually does have health benefits. 
it, it helps boost the immune system. It helps to manage your weight. It aids in uh, growth and development, and it helps to maintain like a good gastrointestinal health. You know, there are a lot of benefits to eating, to having butter in your diet, but that doesn't mean go around eating it by the fucking stick. There are very real dangerous side effects to eating too much butter, like heart disease and fucking death. See, this is the problem. This is the problem. You hear some people today hear something like eating butter is good for you, and they go all in at a hundred miles per fucking hour. They do no research on it, and they're like, "Butter's good for you." Geraldine, grab me two sticks of butter. I'm eating it raw. Get the kids some fucking butter to sticks too. No research, no logic, just blind fucking action. Butter's good for you. Eat it by the pound. Bleach kills germs. Better drink it. Motor oil lubricates skin. Fill the tub. I'm bathing in it. It's like the entire world is living in an episode of My Strange Addiction. Just one giant, ever-changing episode of My Strange Addiction, and everybody's trying to one-up everyone else. He eats butter? Ha! Fuck that. I eat pure cooking lard, and it makes my chest hurt, and I need to lay down afterward, and I can't breathe right now. But it's delicious. Listen. Listen. Logic isn't that difficult. It's a very simple thing to employ in our daily lives. All you need to do is look at what you're doing and ask yourself one question. Would an idiot do this? If the immediate answer isn't no, don't do that thing. It's not hard, very simple. If you're not sure and you want to do a little bit of research first, that's fine. We have many supercomputers in our pockets all the time that we can use for something other than, uh, you know, taking filtered selfies. So do a little bit of research. But if the immediate answer is, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Wait, would an idiot do this? Not sure. Do, do, then do your research, you know? You know, and butter is just the start of it. Eating whole sticks of butter, you'd think that would be the apex. you think that would be like the, the, the bar. It's not the bar. It's not even fucking close. Aside from butter, people are getting into eating very much more unusual things because we're all retarded now. Like... And I'm quoting directly, testicle butter dogs. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. That, that silence was there so that way you all can sit there and think about what I just said. People are eating testicle butter dogs. They're real. Look them up. Probably worth a Google. People are chowing down on buttered testicle hot dogs for the nutrients. Oh wait. No. It's a testicle. It's a testicle. That's right. People are just eating fucking testicles. Scarier still it is that they aren't saying what kind of testicle. Is it a beef testicle? A yak? A sheep? A pig? An owl? An aardvark? A human? We don't know. We don't know. They don't say. I could probably research it. But I'm honestly afraid to find out because human is definitely not off the table. And I don't want to learn something that I can't unlearn. I mean, if we're just casualizing nut dogs and ball burgers now, then I'm afraid for a lot of reasons. And the least of which is what kind of balls are they cooking with? I'm not truly a violent person, but I'm one tiny push from heavily arming myself and greeting everybody with a shotgun barrel in the face and a series of questions like I'm Ray Finkel's fucking dad in Ace Ventura. The uneducated are growing, 
and people with even the smallest amount of common sense are outnumbered now 100 to 1. While I'm at it, you know that it's uh, perfectly acceptable to say that you don't care about something you don't care about, right? You might offend someone, but that's okay too. Personally, more people need to be offended in my opinion. We've gotten too fucking comfortable being afraid to speak our fucking thoughts because somebody might get their feelings hurt. Well, fuck feelings. We need to have our feelings hurt. It's how we grow. We reflect on how we feel. If you don't get your feelings hurt every once in a while, you start to get a big head and confuse your opinions with facts. Listen to me. Opinions are like assholes, and they all stink like shit. To somebody, anyway. Being told about it is good for many, many reasons, least of which is knocking us down a peg here and there, humbling us when we're incapable of doing it ourselves. You don't have to accept everything. You can tolerate something without accepting it. You tolerate a screaming baby on a plane or an ignorant co-worker because murder is illegal and jail is scary. You don't even need to tolerate everything. You don't need to tolerate the asshole at the bar spitting on you and spilling his drinks. You don't need to tolerate an abusive spouse punching you, punching you in the eye socket because his dick is useless. My dick's useless and I don't punch anybody over it. You don't need to tolerate a boss who puts all the work on your shoulders and then takes the credit for it. You can walk away from these things. You can leave. You can leave the situation behind because you don't need to tolerate it. And you sure as fuck don't need to accept it. Now that's no excuse to just go around being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. There are enough natural assholes out there already. But you don't always need to stifle yourself so some cupcake doesn't get their dad's panties in a bunch. Speak the truth from your heart and let the chips fall where they may. And everything else will progress naturally. Thank you. This has been the element of surprise good to be back. That felt good. It's the first time in a long time that felt good. If you enjoyed what you just heard, I'd encourage you to check out some of the following podcasts. Uh, there is a fireside chat hosted by the um, incredibly talented Ryan McCormick. That's over on Libsyn. There is uh, Mix Sauce, the comic book podcast. That is kind of the uh, staple for uh, Pittsburgh area TV, pop culture, movie reference podcast um there is oh god this a few quite a few uh let's just start with those two and make our way down the line um all right so let me see if there's anything else i wanted to touch on before i let you guys go tonight um i don't think so no i think that's going to be it so uh i'll just leave you with this Take a minute every day to just put a little thought into literally what you're doing. Just ask yourself why. Say, why am I doing this? And just let the thoughts go for themselves. You might get some answers. You might not. But no matter what happens, be good to yourself. And be good to the people around you. Because those are probably the people you care about. If they're not, walk away. No harm, no foul. They might get their feelings hurt, but they probably need it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It's good to be back. And without further ado, cue the fucking bear music.
If I'm not right for me, I've gotta be me. 